Hello and welcome to Mind Your Own Quizness. Our three contestants today are Liz, Evan, and Ben. Liz, tell us something. Did you know that for the past 10 years, the top TV show for youth has been SpongeBob? SpongeBob SquarePants. Of course. Of course it has. It's the best. <laughs> I didn't even know that was still on. Yes. I saw a recent episode and the quality has gone so far down that actually makes me sad. Oh, absolutely. Oh. I mean, nothing's better than the first three seasons. But it's still iconic. You know? It's also a top show for kids and parents to watch together. Evan, tell us something. Uh, so I am in the process of becoming a granite stater. And so my fun fact is about them and their very silly state legislature. Their lower house contains 400 members. If the U.S. Congress had that level of representation, it would have to have, just in the lower house, 99,000 members. Wow. Um, New Hampshire has the third largest parliamentary legislature in the English-speaking world. I read fourth. Number one? Fourth. Oh, is it? Behind... Some- because India speaks oh. English technically, oh, officially. Oh, yeah. Canada, England. No, not Canada. It's bigger than Canada's. No. Oh, just the US and the UK. Yeah. Oh, wow. No kidding. <laughs> All one point, whatever, three million of New Hampshire has better representation than Canada. Ben, tell us something. I'm a musician. I'm going to do music trivia again, like I did last time. And uh, I found this out, and it makes me happy, it makes me smile that the National Orchestra of Monaco has more people in it than its army. So nice. There's more people. They have more musicians in their uh, or- orchestra. And it's, you know, obviously more po- popular than a military force. <laughs> so if I think yeah. the world would be a better place if our orchestras were bigger than our militaries. Would be. I really like that. Yeah, me too. These are all really fun facts today. Let's get started. The <laughs> rules of the game are... There are 20 questions. If you get a question right, you get one point. If you get a question wrong, you get zero points. And if you think that a question is too hard and everybody got it wrong, you can say stumper. And then if everybody got it wrong, you get a point. But if anybody got it right, you lose a point. The first question, the theme for the first question is nine because this is the ninth episode. Terpsichore and Calliope were both members of what group of nine mythical women? Question two. In 2001, Tim Raines and Tim Raines Jr. became the second father-son pair to play as teammates in Major League Baseball. Eleven years earlier in Seattle, what Pennsylvania-born pair became the first? Question three. The acronym CODA, C-O-D-A, describes people whose parents have what attribute? One notable CODA is Paul Racy, who was recently nominated for a Best Supporting Actor Oscar. Question four, if you add an E to the name of a metalloid with atomic number 14, you'll get the name of what rubber-like material made of both organic and inorganic molecules? Can you repeat that, please, Morgan? If you add an E to the name of a metalloid with atomic number 14, you'll get the name of what rubber-like material made of both organic and inorganic molecules? Question five, set in the fictional town of Capeside, Massachusetts, What TV show premiered in 1998 with a theme song by Paula Cole? The licensing rights for the song became too expensive, so the show now appears on streaming services with the theme song Run Like Mad by Jan Arden. 
you repeat that again, Morgan? Sorry. Set in the fictional town of Capeside, Massachusetts, what TV show premiered in 1998 with a theme song by Paula Cole? The licensing rights for the song became too expensive, so the show now appears on streaming services with the theme song Run Like Mad by Jan Arden. Okay, let's go over the first five answers. Question one. Terpsichore and Calliope were both members of what group of nine mythical women? Liz. I'm going to go with Roman goddesses. Evan. Muses. Ben. Uh, one of my favorite bands ever, Muse. Muses. Muses is correct. Points for Evan and Ben. Question two. In 2001, Tim Raines and Tim Raines Jr. became the second father-son pair to play as teammates in Major League Baseball. 11 years earlier in Seattle, what Pennsylvania-born pair became the first? Evan. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. They also hit back-to-back -back home runs in one game one time. Whoa. Ben? I, as well, said Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. Liz? I have, n I have nothing written down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. is correct. Ben and Evan get the point. Question three. The acronym CODA describes people whose parents have what attribute? One notable CODA is Paul Racy, who was recently nominated for a Best Supporting Actor Oscar. Ben. Uh, the attribute would be that they're deaf. Liz. Deaf. Evan. I'm embarrassed to say it, but I thought it had to start. I thought it was an acronym for DA, so I wrote domestic abuse. Oh, okay. oh wow. but I don't feel good about. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> Paul Racy was in Sound of Metal. So it, it is deafness is correct. Yes, deafness is correct. Okay. I thought okay, that makes oh, more sorry. sense. Yeah. So yeah, points for Liz and Ben. Question four: If you add an E to the name of a metalloid with atomic number fourteen, you'll get the name of what rubber-like material made of both organic and inorganic molecules? Liz. I said this was going to be a stumper. Evan. I left it blank. Ben. I put sulfurite. I know that's wrong. <laughs> Liz gets the point. Oh. The answer is silicone. Silicone? <laughs> oh, silicon. Silicon. Oh. <laughs> of course. Well done, Liz. Well done. I'll earn my points some way <laughs> or another. <laughs> You're playing the game. You're playing the game. <laughs> For years, I was using those words interchangeably, and then somebody yeah. pointed out to me, it's not Silicone Valley, it's Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah. Now I know. Question five. Set in the fictional town of Capeside, Massachusetts, what TV show premiered in 1998 with a theme song by Paula Cole? The licensing rights for the song became too expensive, so the show now appears on streaming services with the theme song Run Like Mad by Jan Arden. Evan. I first wrote Ally McBeal and I crossed that out and then I wrote Stomper. Ben. I have no idea about this one. Uh, just left it blank. Liz. Wild guess. Mad about you? Okay, Evan gets the point. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was that show? Dawson's Creek. Da oh, okay. James Vanderbeek, yeah. Yes, the song I Don't Want to Wait. Did that show reference Massachusetts much? I felt like the place it was was almost like irrelevant. Probably, yeah, I, I didn't watch much of it, so I don't actually know. At the end of the first round, Liz has two points, Evan has three points, Ben has three points. Question six. 
On this day, this day being July 12, 1576, the Mughal Empire won the Battle of Rajmahal and annexed what region? Presently, the eastern part of this region is an independent country and the western part is a state in a larger country. Its namesake bay is the largest in the world by area and its namesake language is the sixth most spoken in the world. Question seven. 2026 is the expected release date of what documentary that is the 10th in a series? Installments two through nine were directed by Michael Apted, who recently passed away. Can you repeat that, please, Morgan? 2026 is the expected release date of what documentary that is the 10th in a series? Installments two through nine were directed by Michael Apted, who recently passed away. Question eight. The NPD Group is an American market research company. One of the statistics that they track each year is the top-selling toy property. Recent winners have included Frozen, Star Wars, and LOL Surprise. Frequent runners-up include Lego and Nerf. The top spot in 2020 went to what Mattel property that was introduced in 1959? Did you repeat the, just the brands that were mentioned in that clue to make sure I didn't write one of them down? Sure. Uh, recent winners have included Frozen, Star Wars, and LOL Surprise. Frequent runners-up include Lego and Nerf. Question nine. According to the website BuzzBingo, what actor holds the record for dying in the most movies and TV shows with 65 deaths? He died in From Dust Till Dawn, Con Air, and Breaking Bad. Question 10. Placido, Jose, and Luciano were the three members of what musical group from 1990 to 2007? Can you say those names again, please, Maury? Placido, Jose, and Luciano. Let's go over the answers. Question six. On this day, July 12th, 1576, the Mughal Empire won the Battle of Rajmahal and annexed what region? Presently, the eastern part of this region is an independent country, and the western part is a state in a larger country. Its namesake bay is the largest in the world by area, and its namesake language is the sixth most spoken in the world. Ben. All right. I think thinking about the bay and thinking about the region, I put Bengal. Liz. Um, I put the Sahara Desert, which now that I think about it, there's no bays there. <laughs> Bad guess. <laughs> Evan. I put Bengal. Bengal is correct. Question seven. 2026 is the expected release date of what documentary that is the 10th in a series? Installments two through nine were directed by Michael Apted, who recently passed away. Liz. Planet Earth. Evan. Blank. Ben. I actually put Planet Earth as well. Okay, that one's a stumper. The correct answer is 70 Up. It's the 10th film in the Up, up series. Have you, have you seen any of them? I have seen the first four or five of them. The BBC did a special almost 70 years ago on a bunch of seven-year-old kids and just interviewing them and talking about how much of your life has already been laid out for you by the time you're seven. Wow. Then one of the assistant directors said, hey, let's do this again. And so he tracked down all of the kids and interviewed them as 14-year-olds and then has interviewed them every seven years since then. Oh, wow. I should watch That's these. Cool. I've, never, I've never heard of this. This is, this is cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's so interesting. I've read a lot of research papers about 
human development and when they the longitudinal when they go back and like talk to people but i didn't realize that somebody was doing a qualitative video that's so cool so it's every seven years so yeah, the last one was 63 up which came out in uh, 2019 they made that boyhood movie the one that he filmed for like a decade and change i thought that was the longest film project anyone had done but not even close yeah i mean richard linklater if you add up the combined spans of all of his movies. That's pretty long. He's got Boyhood took 12 years, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, and Before Midnight. Wait, that's him? He did, he's the one doing those movies? Oh. Yeah. Those span 20 years, I think. And there's like, rumors of a fourth one coming out. And now he's working on an adaptation of the musical Merrily We Roll Along, which The one takes that moves place... backwards? Yeah, it moves backwards in time over, like, 20 or 30 years or something but they're they're shooting it in real time now with beanie feldstein and ben platt and somebody there are three stars but then the third one i can't remember i think it was someone i hadn't heard of hopefully that'll be good question eight the npd group is an american market research company one of the statistics that they track each year is the top selling toy property recent winners have included frozen star wars and lol surprise Frequent runners-up include Lego and Nerf. The top spot in 2020 went to what Mattel property that was introduced in 1959? Evan. I felt pretty good about Barbie. Ben. I put Mickey Mouse. I didn't know. <laughs> Liz. I put Barbie. Barbie is correct. Well done. Well done. I was surprised to learn that Barbie was that big. I didn't know kids were into her anymore. Oh, yeah. They, they really huge. diversified the brand. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Question nine. According to the website Buzz Bingo, what actor holds the record for dying in the most movies and TV shows with 65 deaths? He died in From Dusk Till Dawn, Con Air, and Breaking Bad. Ben. I originally put Sean Bean because he always dies in movies, but I don't think he's in Breaking Bad or Con Air by my recollection. So I put a guy, an actor I know who died in Breaking Bad, Giancarlo Esposito. My best guess. Liz. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was thinking of Lord of the Rings. So Brian Cranston is the only one that I could come up with. And I know it's not him, but that's what I wrote down. All right, Evan. Yeah, I don't know. This is my weakest category always. So I just put Aaron Paul because I know he's in that last show. Oh, yeah. No, the correct answer was Danny Trejo. Oh, oh, really? He does Danny die Trey. in everything, doesn't he? He does. Oh, he dies in Spy Kids, I think. Really? Does he? I Maybe saw not. the first Spy Kids. I remember, well, he plays a good guy in that. Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think he's he like does. the gadget guy. guy. For one. The gadget yeah. guy in Spy yeah. Kids. And he, he might dies? die. Really? I, don't I thought he was the villain in Spy Kids, so I'm off, I'm off base. Oh, no, he, yeah, he's their, their gadget guy. Part of the thing is he plays a lot of villains, and he doesn't like to play villains who succeed. So generally, he has to die. I should have looked this up because I was thinking earlier about Spy Kids is the only thing I could come up with where he plays a good guy, and I don't remember if he survived. Mm. Uh, every listener, as soon as you said that question, is thinking Sean Bean for the record. Probably. Yeah, that's why I had everyone, to include some movies. I know. everyone. Everyone's thinking Sean Bean at the moment you said the most deaths on camera. Yeah, he's... I think he's like not even in the top 10, though. That's surprising. Wow. 
I can only I mean, think of three things he's died in. I'm sure there are more, but you know, not quite 65. Yeah, there are a lot of type, typecast villains. That's true. You know, we don't. Yeah, although, yeah, both of these people kind of already are spoilers. Question 10 Placido, Jose, and Luciano were the three members of what musical group from 1990 to 2007? Liz. I have no clue. Evan. I wrote the three tenors. Ben. Yep, three tenors. The three tenors is correct. It's Placido Domingo, Jose. Oh, I forgot to write down Jose's last name. And Luciano Pavarotti. Uh, yeah, it's, Pavar it's Domingo Pavarotti and the other guy. That's just how they're referenced. Yeah. Uh, Jose Carreras. Carreras, yeah, the other guy. After 10 questions, Liz has three points, Evan has six points, Ben has five points. Come on, the game. I don't feel like I'm winning, though. <laughs> it's, it's too soon to say. I'll make an announcement here. If you want to be on the show, or if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, reach out to me by email at myoquizness at gmail.com or on Twitter at myoquizness. Question 11. The following are lyrics from what 1984 song that peaked at number 59 on the Billboard Hot 100? There have been many successful covers of the song, but not all of them include these lyrics. I did my best, it wasn't much. I couldn't feel, so I tried to touch. I've told the truth, I didn't come to fool ya. Can you repeat that one, please? The following are lyrics from what 1984 song that peaked at number 59 on the Billboard Hot 100? There have been many successful covers of the song, but not all of them include these lyrics. I did my best, it wasn't much. I couldn't feel, so I tried to touch. I told the truth, I didn't come to fool ya. Question 12. In 1928, a Russian man named Leon patented what musical instrument, the first that could be played without physical contact? Oh, I know what that is. I know, I've seen the pictures of it. <laughs> Maybe the name will come to me. I feel like these are skewing all very musical. <laughs> ben has an advantage. Which is oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. This is three in a row musical. <laughs> yes. This is a Not good point. Enough. This isn't enough, you know. <laughs> I will say these, these lyrics questions always get me, though. I'm, I'm bad with lyrics, though. The lyrics question is the one where I don't feel bad if I stump everyone. As long as it's a song that most people have heard of and I'm not pulling something from the bridge that you can't hear, I feel like everyone has a fair shot at that. And if you all get it wrong, it's everyone else's fault. It's the kids who are wrong. It's the children who are it's wrong. It's the children who are wrong. Question 13. On the September 15th, 2020 episode of Jeopardy, Betsy's final Jeopardy response was ruled incorrect because she spelled it with an A instead of an E. The show's rules state that misspellings are allowed as long as they don't impact the pronunciation of the word, which led many people to wonder how to pronounce the name of the man who founded Motown Records. What is his first name? This is another musical one. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> need to work on diversifying my uh, No, you're good. You're categories. good. <laughs> The, the questions have been stacked in your favor. There hasn't been one question about religion. <laughs> Not yet. The, the night is young. Mm. If you're listening or if you're playing right now and you have ideas for categories that I should ask about more often, uh, send me an email at myoquizness at gmail.com. 
I also just want to say I appreciated the sports question showing up because I know sports are generally not your favorite category. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to write more of those. Appreciate that. Question 14. In Dungeons and Dragons, a particular kind of sword will cut off an enemy's head if the player rolls a 20 on the attack. The sword's name includes what six-letter word that was introduced in an 1871 nonsense poem as a type of sword? Is it seven or six letter? Six? Uh, six letters. Right. Question 15. Mary Stuart Masterson and Mary Louise Parker opened the Whistle Stop Cafe in what 1991 movie? The Whistle Stop Cafe was not included in the title of the movie, but had been included in the title of the source material, a 1987 Fanny Flagg novel. Can you run that whole thing by me again? <laughs> Mary Stuart Masterson and Mary Louise Parker opened the Whistle Stop Cafe in what 1991 movie? The Whistle Stop Cafe was not included in the title of the movie, but had been included in the title of the source material, a 1987 Fanny Flagg novel. Let's go over the answers to the third quarter. Question 11. The following are lyrics from what 1984 song that peaked at number 59 on the Billboard Hot 100? There have been many successful covers of the song, but not all of them include these lyrics. I did my best, it wasn't much, I couldn't feel, so I tried to touch. I told the truth, I didn't come to fool ya. Evan. I wrote Stumper. Okay, Ben. Yeah, uh, Stumper. <laughs> what, what the heck? Liz. We also wrote Stumper. We all all right, Stumper now? gets it. We don't know. <laughs> Everyone gets a point. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, the song was Hallelujah. Hallelujah Wait, Leonard by Cohen? Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's like 80 yeah, verses I knew, that. I knew it sounded <laughs> familiar. There are a lot of verses. That was uh, that was in the original Leonard Cohen version. I don't remember. Ex I, think it's, uh, I think it's not in the Jeff Buckley version. I don't remember whether it's in the Rufus Wainwright version. It was in the There's Kate lot, McKinnon version. There's a Kate McKinnon version of that song? That's what I was going to say. On Saturday Night Live in 2016, when Leonard Cohen died the same week as the election, she played Hillary Clinton. And I guess she actually plays piano and sings. So I, I think that was actually her. She sang Hallelujah. Wow. That was their cold open. Question 12. In 1928, a Russian man named Leon patented what musical instrument, the first that could be played without physical contact? Ben. Theremin. Liz. <laughs> I said wind chimes. <laughs> Evan. Yeah, that, I knew that, but I couldn't come up with it, and I wrote harmonium. This question was brought to you by today's sponsor, Theremins. Are you the kind of person who likes sharing musical instruments but doesn't like sharing germs? What can you do? Who knows what germs people are leaving on your piano keys or in your saxophone reed? Here's what you can do. Get a theremin. Absolutely no physical contact of any kind is required. It is the perfect musical instrument for social distancing. Question 13. On the September 15th, 2020 episode of Jeopardy!, Betsy's final Jeopardy response was ruled incorrect because she spelled it with an A instead of an E. The show's rules state that misspellings are allowed as long as they don't impact the pronunciation of the word, which led many people to wonder how to pronounce the name of the man who founded Motown Records. What is his first name? Liz. I went with Reagan. Evan. 
Uh, I went with Stefan or Stefan. Ben. I have absolutely no idea. I, I put. I didn't write anything. <laughs> oh, okay. Barry. Barry Gordy Jr. So, so it was supposed to be spelled how, spelled and how did she spell it? B e r r y, and she spelled okay. it B a r r y, and they ruled that incorrect for some reason. Oh, I, I have heard people pronounce those two sounds differently, but that that just seems like such a uh, a niche pronunciation thing that they're oh, yeah. it's the same sound, Barry and Barry or something. Barry, 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 Barry. I don't. I don't even think Barry Gordy Jr. has ever corrected someone for calling him Barry. Yeah, if he's okay with it, then give her the points. Yeah, that's, that's how <laughs> yeah, I they feel. Should, they should have called him up. Yeah, he's still alive. He's ninety-one. Wow. So we could call him up, is what yeah. I'm saying. We could. Yeah. 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 Does anybody have his number? Okay, I'm sure. Is he on Twitter? People. Question fourteen. In Dungeons and Dragons, a particular kind of sword will cut off an enemy's head if the player rolls a twenty on the attack. The sword's name includes what six-letter word that was introduced in an 1871 nonsense poem as a type of sword? Evan. I'm skeptical about the etymology, but it's the only six-letter sword I could come up with, so I wrote dagger. Ben. I put dagger as well, because it's six letters, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Liz. I couldn't find any six-letter, but scabbard sounded the most made up to me, so. <laughs> the answer is vorpal. Vorpal? Of course. Never oh, yeah. From, uh, <laughs> is this Lewis Carroll nonsense? It is Lewis Carroll nonsense. I thought it was like Jonathan <laughs> Swift or something. I don't know. Like Gulliver's Travels. Uh, I don't know. I also I like how it sounds like you're being dismissive of Lewis Carroll, but that's actually just a very frank way of describing his poems. This is Lewis Carroll nonsense. <laughs> I mean, he's the only name I think of when you say nonsense poem. Yeah. Well, you know, doesn't he like to think of six impossible things before breakfast or whatever? That's is that true. Him? Um I yeah. just bought a copy of Alice in Wonderland, and I've never read it. I just oh. want to read it. Oh, yeah, it's it's a really good book. Should have uh, should have read it last week. Mm -hmm. I should. <laughs> yeah, you're late. Darn. I don't actually remember whether Jabberwocky is in Alice in Wonderland or through the. I think it's in Through the Looking Glass. Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe reading Alice in Wonderland wouldn't have helped, but ah. Jabberwocky is a great poem. <laughs> I recommend it. Yeah. The is that uh, where, the, is that where main... you find Vorpal? Is that in the Jabberwocky? It is. Poem? The main character, yeah, he took his vorpal blade in hand. Long time the manxome foe he sought. Okay, cool. Question 15. Mary Stuart Masterson and Mary Louise Parker opened the Whistle Stop Cafe in what 1991 movie? The Whistle Stop Cafe was not included in the title of the movie, but had been included in the title of the source material, a 1987 Fanny Flagg novel. Ben. I put the movie Diner. Liz. So I thought that this movie sounded the most like it would have a whistle stop cafe in it. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Mm. I know it's not right, but okay. points for creativity, right? Yeah. Evan. So Fanny Flag was a guest panelist on Match Game, which is for some reason why I was able to pull this answer out because I'm like 99% sure the answer is fried green tomatoes. The answer is fried green tomatoes. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Good one. Nice work, Evan. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but I was super excited when I thought of it. Nice. So at the end of the third quarter, Liz has four points. Evan has eight points. Ben has seven points. Still close. So there's only five questions left? There are only five questions left. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> and they all have to by. do with music. <laughs> only three of them, Liz. No, so let's no, be fair. 
with religion, I'm sure. Liz, what was your major? So what I do now is I'm in youth research, which is why the Barbie question was in there. Because mm. Morgan oh, was okay. like, we have to make sure Liz gets at least one okay. point. <laughs> Does that mean like psychology youth research? What kind of youth research? So, so I'm in market research. So we do everything oh, from, yeah, from kids TV shows to testing food to testing products that parents would buy, like just everything. But I st- I did study psychology and sociology. Yeah. Oh, okay. My parents are sociology professors. They would be, oh, they're, cool. they're going to be listening to this for sure. So <laughs> that's a good thing. Shout out, shout out <laughs> to Ben's parents. Yeah, exactly. who shout out to all sociologists. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Question 16. Jesse Plemons, who might be best known for his vague resemblance to Matt Damon, played Todd on the final season of what TV show in 2012 and 2013? Question 17. Dictator Nikolai Ceausescu and absurdist playwright Eugene Ionesco were both born in what country on the Black Sea that speaks a Latin-based language? Can you say those two names again? Dictator Nikolai Ceausescu and absurdist playwright Eugene Ionesco. Question 18. Named after the married couple who founded it in 1950, what TV production company is responsible for Star Trek, Mission Impossible, and The Untouchables? It is also often credited with popularizing the three-camera sitcom in 1951. Would you repeat that, please? Yeah, can you repeat that, please? Named after the married couple who founded it in 1950, what TV production company is responsible for Star Trek, Mission Impossible, and The Untouchables? It is also often credited with popularizing the three-camera sitcom in 1951. Question 19. Leftover from the Falkland War, what weapon has been preserving the penguin population of the Falkland Islands by keeping them safe from predators? Can you repeat that, please? Seriously? Leftover from the Falkland War, what weapon has been preserving the penguin population of the Falkland Islands by keeping them safe from predators. <laughs> what the what? It's going to be okay, Evan. Just picturing penguins with machine guns <laughs> or cannons <laughs> that the penguins are now launching. Question 20. Sometimes known as Regla de Ocha, what Afro-Cuban religion developed in the late 19th century with roots in the Yoruba religion of West Africa? Uh, and Roman Catholicism. Because Evan was just celebrating right now. <laughs> Is that what happened, Ben? <laughs> yes. Uh, sometimes known as Regla de Ocha, what Afro-Cuban religion developed in the late 19th century with roots in the Yoruba religion of West Africa and Roman Catholicism? It was famously not practiced by Bradley Noel. Let's go over the answers to the final quarter. Question 16. Jesse Plemons, who might be best known for his vague resemblance to Matt Damon, played Todd on the final season of what TV show in 2012 and 2013? Liz. Breaking Bad. Evan. Shield. Ben. I put Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is correct. That is Meth Damon. Meth Uh, Damon? (laughs) That's what they call him. Man, you threw in Breaking Bad twice this game. I love it. I did. I didn't realize that until I, yeah. Until it was too late. Also, he's great in his episode of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. He is scary in oh, Black Mirror. Scary. The USS Callister. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I, 
Black Mirror is my favorite show next to Handmaid's Tale. I love Black that show. I can only watch one per year because <laughs> it's heavy. too disturbing. I think a new season is coming out soon, oh, actually. Oh, it can't come oh, soon enough. No, I, I was trying I was getting Excited. over a breakup and I, I binged Black Mirror to get over a breakup. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. I watched all the, the, the very first one was fun. I could have I could have watched more like that. That was just hilarious. I watched all five was... hours of Bandersnatch. I watched all five hours. Oh, I of did it. not watch that. Well, you know where the word Bandersnatch comes from. That's Lewis Carroll. Lewis Sedatus. <laughs> yeah, it's a nonsense Jabberwocky. Poem. Nonsense yeah. The same Carroll. nonsense poem. That nonsense. <laughs> it's quite um, the rabbit hole, that show, that episode. Uh, question 17. Dictator Nikolai Ceausescu and absurdist playwright Eugene Ionesco were both born in what country on the Black Sea that speaks a Latin-based language? Evan. Romania. Ben. Yep, Romania. Liz. I said Ukraine. Romania is correct. It is, as far as I know, the only country on the Black Sea that speaks a Latin-based language. Question 18. Named after the married couple who founded it in 1950, what TV production company is responsible for Star Trek, Mission Impossible, and The Untouchables? It is also often credited with popularizing the three-camera sitcom in 1951. Ben. This is a guess. I put Miller Boyette Productions. Liz. It's a Paramount. Evan. I assume the husband was Colum and the wife BS, so I put CBS for Columbia Broadcasting. <laughs> Correct answer is Desilu. De- Desilu. Named after Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball. Oh, oh I love oh. Lucy, of course. I love Lucy. Yep, I Love Lucy was the, not exactly the first three-camera sitcom, but the first famous one. I Love Lucy was the first show to show pregnancy on screen. Oh, yeah. You couldn't I don't think they the used word the pregnant. word. Yeah, they didn't. You she was just with child. You had to be with child. It's like, where? Where is this child? <laughs> <laughs> what a well, stupid room- time. <laughs> my roommate and I watch a lot of old Twilight Zone, which is fantastic. I love Twilight, like the broad Serling Twilights. And you just see the husband and wife in separate beds all the time. Question 19. Left over from the Falkland War. What weapon has been preserving the penguin population of the Falkland Islands by keeping them safe from predators? Liz. I said cannons. Evan. There were a lot of really appealing answers, but I put landmines. Ben. I put mines as well. Landmines is correct. Oh, wow. The penguins are too light to set them off. but yeah, that's uh, what I thought. Yeah. Predators and Other predators humans are. are not. So they have the land all to themselves. That's what Margaret Thatcher's intention was all along. Question 20. Final question. Sometimes known as Regla de Ocha, what Afro-Cuban religion developed in the late 19th century with roots in the Yoruba religion of West Africa and Roman Catholicism? It was famously not practiced by Bradley Noel. Evan. Boy, this is really high stakes for me. <laughs> I wrote voodoo. Ben. I don't practice Santeria. Liz. Oh. I said Rastafarian. Santeria is uh, correct. Oh, I man. don't got no crystal ball, but if I had a million dollars, I'd <laughs> Could you have just said Sublime instead of his name? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have had it then. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was in a band in college that covered that song. So. Oh, wow. That'll help. Drums. You, it was actually a music question in disguise. It was. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a secret music question. <laughs> All right. The final score, Liz has five points. Evan has 10 points. Ben has 11 points. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. 
I knew I was going to get overtaken. Sweet by. No, you had Evan. Y'all had me on the ropes. You were all amazing. (sighs) You know that was very very good. Well played, all of you. Mind Your Own Quizness is produced by me, Morgan Burns. Our theme music is Nothing Changes by Ian Clark, distributed by ClipDad.com.